Howdy, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another SWIC Tech Leading Business Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Shane. We're uh, happy to be back on another Monday during the COVID crisis. We dressed up today, or at least I did. And then oh, you- oh, hey. <laughs> I got a floral tie. It's springtime. It's very nice. I, I have yet to have dressed up this way at all uh, during this whole thing. So I feel pretty fancy right now. Yeah, you feel more productive. I can't move my arms as much, actually. So it's actually (laughs) things like I feel like a T-Rex. I have bad news for you, Eric. You should probably call up a tailor if that's your problem. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man, I was probably a lot skinnier when I bought this suit. (laughs) (laughs) That was just a couple of weeks ago before the coronavirus, right? I'm sure I've gained some weight since this all went down. I've been doing less uh, physical activity and definitely a lot more eating. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that at the end of the episode. But so this is episode number three of the reboot. Uh, today's topic of discussion, we're going to be talking about some of the, the bigger and more great, I guess, great companies are doing during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, you know, we're going to discuss what SwickTech is doing too as a, as a company and how we're helping other businesses as well as our own employees and, and trying to find some wins inside of this storm, I guess, to stay positive. Um, yeah, and I think, yeah, we just want to call out, you know, what are what are we seeing both with our company, maybe some of the companies around us as well as, yeah, what are the, what are the all-time greats doing right now, right? What are some of the bigger companies doing to help offset what's happening and, and how we're going to figure out how to restart our economy? Um, I do want to call it out here. Uh, I'm confident he listens to our podcast, so I'll say him by name and then he can yell at us later. But uh, John Krasinski kind of gave us the thought for this podcast when he started his Some Good News posts. I'm sure plenty of people have seen those already, but if you haven't, just search for Some Good News John Krasinski on YouTube and you'll find them. Um, But he's doing these 15-minute clips of just good news, you know, sharing sharing a little bit of positivity that's going on around right now. And and we want to do the same. We want to be positive. We want to talk about some of the wins that are happening right now. So I'm excited to dive into this one. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. And I'm glad you actually shared that that uh, 15 minute YouTube show uh, with me and I've been consuming it. I, I, I like it. I think there's a new one out that neither of us have watched yet that I'm looking yeah. forward to consuming. Yep. I think last night it came out with another one. Um, oh, it's it's addictive, man. He not and it's a good topic, obviously, with everything that's going on right now. But man, is he just fun to watch too? So charismatic guy. Yeah, he's a blast. Um, well, okay, so you know that's kind of the why. You know, we're doing this particular topic, and uh, you know, some of the things that Swick Tech is doing right now for everybody working at home is we've. I don't know the numbers offhand, but the number of remote ticket requests we've taken labeled uh covid or what have you has been uh, significant we've done yeah ton. in the hundreds uh, at least more in the last month than all of last year if i'm not mistaken um for remote support type requests yeah man that that is awesome so i mean that's obviously what our team is doing right they're they're pumping out the work helping our clients work remotely yeah, I just looked it up, by the way. Uh, it's like 400 some remote access cases in the past few weeks. That's a lot. So, and, and so 
And we're all doing this from home, from our homes at, at SwickTech. All of our staff is remote. I think there's maybe one or two people at the office just making sure that like any packages that have to get dropped off or any third sort of like configurations that need to happen before things get shipped out, et cetera. Uh, but by and large, not by and large, but literally everybody else is working from home. Yeah, I think it's one guy in the office, which means 25 to 30 people sitting in their houses. I feel like SwickTech's done a really good job making sure people have what they need too. We said, you know, we sent people home with monitors and extra cables and connectors so that they can dock their laptop at home. So they kind of have a, an actual workspace. You know, it feels like you're going to the office at least a little bit, um, which is super helpful. Uh, I know you for, for a week or two suffered through sitting on just your laptop. Yeah. You, yes. I don't know if it's true, but you claim to be more productive now with the monitor. <laughs> I certainly am. It's been good to work from three screens, not just this one little one. Uh, so there's that. And, you know, we've been supporting our clients, I think, pretty well. They'd have to tell us uh, what they think about that. But, you know, the tickets come rolling in and, and we're tackling them just the same as per usual. Maybe, if anything, with a little bit more TLC and care, um, you know, as we are, you know, learning how to deal with a new situation. Some of the times of day that the tickets are coming through has changed a little bit. Uh, some of the numbers that people are calling from might be their cell phones. So it's been a little bit different in terms of like maybe identifying people, um, but certainly the the support is still there. Yeah, and I think to your point of a little extra TLC, that's been super accurate. I've noticed a lot of the techs focusing on that, making sure, um, I think the manager of that team called it out the other day when he said, you know, we're the, we're the source of of good in these people's day. They're you know they're calling us to try and fix everything else that's wrong. Um, so anything we can do to calm them, help them through it, um, is a huge benefit for them. And I think that a lot of the techs have really embraced that, and they're using that as kind of a a stabilizing focus right now to help people through this. Like, hey, I I am the person that's like calm and collected in this situation and and walking you through it. Like I'm here for you. I got you. Um, I think that's been tremendous. And it's it's funny I say that and then I think like, oh, well, our team has always been fantastic <laughs> at customer service, but it's just a whole different thing when you're in a pandemic like this, a situation like this, where, where it's not just now I'm mad that my computer's broken. I'm, I'm literally feel fearful for whether or not I'm going to be able to keep my business above ground or whether or not I'm going to be able to get back to to clients and coworkers. So, yeah, the dependency on technology has um, elevated to a new level, I believe, where it's not just this, yeah, yeah okay, it's sure, the course has got to work, but it literally has to work now in a way that maybe you weren't used to working before. So the, the value of um, IT from our clients has seemingly increased even more than, I mean, there's already value there before, you know, for right. before helping out, but uh, yeah, it's the necessity is strong. Yeah, and I know I've seen examples of people appreciating it here and there, right? So I'm in a technical account manager role. So I deal a lot with our main points of contacts at clients and stuff. Um, and I've gotten plenty of feedback both on, on how I've been interacting with them and how our team has just to say, you know, thanks. Thanks for doing such a great job. job. Thanks for working through, you know, any sort of billing issues that we might be having right now, or even major like technical changes, right? Some of our clients are like, well, shoot, if everyone's going to be working from home, we got to be a little bit more secure and, and solve these other problems. And so we've been working through a lot of that too. And, and I've gotten a lot of kudos for our team 
from those folks. So it's been awesome to see that. Well, and speaking of our team, including ourselves, you know, the company SwickTech, we just put out an announcement last week. Um, I think we shared on our social channels, but, um, you know, SwickTech gave a bonus to employees um, to show their appreciation for the work that we're doing through these times. There's so much gratitude coming from that, uh, from at least my seat, and I'm sure everybody else's too, but there's not a lot of companies that can say something so boldly um, and appreciative during these times that we're really, really fortunate to uh, call SwickTech our employer. Yeah, that, that was phenomenal. The Just the general camaraderie amongst everyone remotely has been phenomenal. Um, and I hate to like call our leadership out on our podcast here, but they've been, they've been great just setting the expectation. Like, look, we're gonna be upfront and honest with you. Um, this is where we're at. Um, you know, we want to be able to help you out. So we're going to provide some bonuses to you. We understand some people have family members and stuff going through hard times right now. Um, and that was just, that was really like heartwarming to get that perspective from them, especially when I've got, you know, friends and family texting me, telling me they're laid off at least through May at this point, you know, it's hard for folks. Um, even my brother-in-law has been having a tough time and he's a PT, so he has like a really good job and it's just been a struggle with clients and things like that showing up. So um, it's, yeah, I mean, it's a testament to the business that we're in, but it's also a huge testament to just Swick Tech in itself. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big believer of the mantra of doing the right thing is always the right thing. And um, yeah. there's not been one point in my career at Swick Tech where we haven't done the right thing. Uh, it, it just... And that comes from the top, right? And, and it trickles down. So when we talk about our culture and our giving personalities and how we like to help, it's no wonder, you know, our team performs the way that they do because, again, it comes from the top. So it's it's good that that radiates throughout. Um, you know, some of the things we've done as an organization, we've refocused some of our marketing efforts, too, uh, around educating, engaging, and entertaining other people through our social channels. Um, I mean, those are really the three pillars of what we think people need right now. I think we need escapism. So that's the entertainment side of it. Like how can we escape from this reality? Um, but you know, how can we engage with people and actually have a two way conversation and what can we do to educate and inform people through this time with the skill, the skill set and expertise that we do have. And I think we've done a good job of navigating that so far and we're getting really creative as we kind of get further down the road with all of this stuff. Yeah. I think a good, uh, example of the entertainment was, taking pictures of everyone with their pets at home, right? We had we had some people post pictures of their pets like sitting in front of the computer as if they were working and stuff like that. So that was really entertaining and fun for us internally and to share out to the world to, you know, show our personality a little bit to folks. Yeah. Um, of course, the, the educating part is huge right now, both with what's going on and just technology in general, right? Like the speed of technology is not going to change just because we're all stuck in our homes by ourselves. So if anything, it's going to go faster at this point. So we've been pumping out those webinars, these podcasts, and I think it's all just super fun for us to do and super valuable content. Um, and I'm, and I've seen a ton of great feedback on it, that it's going really well. Yeah. Our net promoter score that we deploy on the webinars, uh, you know, the feedback that has come back, nothing negative yet. Um, not that I expect it, but, how reassuring and affirming is that? And then 
even the tutorials, you've been rocking out a whole bunch of them yourself. I've done like maybe one and some of our other team members are jumping on now to help with the, the quick hit tutorials on like how to do something really simple with like connecting through a VPN or with Teams or with Office 365. Those have been, I think, received pretty well. Um, you know, the pet one, that was just, that was silly and fun. And hopefully we'll find some more of those silly fun ones as we continue on here. Um, yeah, I'm sure we will. You you posted a video of you passing a coffee like you were handing it to the person on the other end of the screen. That was entertaining, right? So there'll be plenty more where that comes from. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What are some of the big companies doing? We talked about some of the, the greats in this space just overall. I mean, not even maybe technology related, but some that have been born out of that. I think one of the examples we have laid out is Airbnb. Uh, obviously, people aren't traveling right now. Like, what does a company like that do? Could you imagine being in their shoes? Yeah, no, I can't. And I think that they're handling it super well. I did a little research on this before we chatted today. Uh, and so Airbnb is they're cutting executive pay, which is just kind of a nice thing for some of the folks that make a ton of extra money to be able to say, yeah, I'll, I'll give up some of my pay right now so that other staff at Airbnb can still take home paychecks. Um, but even bigger and more global effects that they're taking are they've suspended their marketing efforts, um, which and this sounds like a crazy number to me, probably not to you, but they were gonna spend for the duration of 2020, 800 million on marketing. Um, and so instead of doing that, they're using some of that money to pay back um, hosts, right? So if you, if you have an Airbnb, right, you Airbnb out your basement or your upstairs or another house or whatever, you're obviously not getting that income because people just decided to cancel, right? Because no one's traveling anywhere. And so Airbnb has said, we'll at least pay you a percentage of that. I think it's like up to 25% from that revenue. So you don't have to do anything just by having a property with Airbnb. I think you're getting at least some cash flow in right now, which is huge because obviously- Depend on that income. Yeah, and it's not guaranteed, right? Like Airbnb could just say, sorry, you, you own your house. It's not on us to fill it for you. And so I think that's really cool that they're doing that. Um, there And there's been other businesses. I don't know if you know any specifics off the top of your head. I know like Facebook is starting a campaign to give out $100 million to small businesses in some form of free ad credits and other Facebook tools. I'm not Mr. Facebook. That'd be you. But uh, other Facebook tools to share, you know, to help small businesses during this time and kind of stave off that economic impact it's going to have. I know Amazon announced some stuff with their pay. Uh, CVS and Target were other ones, but I'm not sure if you know the specifics on those guys. No, it's, you know, as a consumer, I look at Amazon on their platform and I've noticed like, it, look, go and do this. Open up Amazon if you haven't been on your phone recently and you're going to notice there's like virtually no products on their homepage right now. It's all streaming stuff. And I know they've been, there's been a lot of like movie releases and show releases and, and things of that nature that have happened. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the streaming platforms that exist. So like everyone's just finding interesting and unique ways to give right now and to help soften the blow of all this in these uncertain times. And again, trying to take your mind off of the reality or, you know, help through some things. Um, the marketing thing from Airbnb is fascinating, but obviously there's no one to market to right now because no one's going to be able to travel. So like, <laughs> you know, what else are they going to do with that money? They Hopefully they, they find some good to do with it. And it seems like yeah. they're doing just that. 
Yeah, and I know Amazon's obviously giving priority to uh, items that you would need during this time rather than non-essential things. So that's been good. I also saw something about how Amazon's like scaling back or, or you know, pausing altogether their own shipping infrastructure, right? So for a long time, they've been building out their own in infrastructure basically to destroy FedEx and UPS and build their own shipping network. Um, and they've put, they pressed pause on that, right? Because they realized like, that's not going to help the economy right now if we just take over shipping. And so uh, that's, it's been, yeah, it's been interesting to see some of these companies do what they're doing. Um, and there, I know there's a million other ones out there. Um, some of my families and friends have worked for really good companies and they've been, you know, giving people extra time off, um, offering up to pay them salary instead of hourly and different things like that. So, it's cool to see what a lot of people are doing. And then I know on top of that, some big names in the tech industry are offering relief for COVID. So like Jack Dorsey is probably the biggest news out there right now. Uh, he's the CEO of Twitter and Square, and he has offered to donate $1 billion to coronavirus relief. And I wanna say that that's, that's north of 25% of his net worth. Wow. And I know it's coming from the equity from Square, from what the article that we have here. I'm getting this from TechCrunch. I'm sure this article is published all over the place. Yeah. And, you know, some people would say, well, he got that from Square. It's like, but it's a billion dollars. Yeah. Billion, a billion dollars with a B. <laughs> right. We can sit here and argue all day about, you know, well, these people are the richest people in the world. They should give some of what they have. But that's not the point. Like, it's still his money at the end of the day, right? Like he, he owns that regardless of what your opinions or beliefs are on that, on that perspective or that economy. Um, and he's willing to give it up. So yeah, it's huge that we can use that towards rebuilding the economy. Right. And obviously some of this is self-serving too, right? Like these people see, like if they put this money in now, to kind of jumpstart the economy, their businesses are going to be better off later. So yeah, of course it's not 100% selfless giving. I, I mean, I'm, I'd be hard pressed to find a good deed that isn't somewhat self-serving, but at least they're doing something. I, you know, I think uh, Bezos and Bill Gates both offered or donated $100 million to relief too. That's, I mean, that's pennies compared to the one billion and pennies compared to their net worth, but it's still a ton of money that could go a long way in helping us get back on our feet. And then Zuckerberg, the CEO at Facebook, also donated twenty five million too. So they're, I mean, it's something, right? At least they're doing something. My mouth is like some of these, um, you know, figures, public figures are doing it. The businesses themselves are doing it. Like TikTok's another one. Uh, you know, that's an emerging business. It's not even. Uh, how old is TikTok? Like a day. <laughs> feels very young it trends very young uh but they announced that they're going to commit more than 250 million dollars to support frontline workers educators local communities that are impacted by the COVID 19 pandemic so um, in addition to that they're doing another 125 million in advertising credits to public health organizations and businesses looking to rebuild i mean this is like all hands on deck across the world yeah and i mean even there's so much opportunities are doing it too. Yeah. I saw like a lot, right? So obviously all the sports are on pause right now. And the people that are affected by that the most are the employees of like the arenas, right? Like the 
concession stands folks, the custodial staff, everybody and anybody that that relies on those jobs as income. Those are part-time workers, right? So the day all of those games and concerts were canceled, they aren't getting a paycheck. But a lot of, uh, I know NBA organizations and players alike have like stood up and said, I'm, I'm gonna donate a chunk of my money to keep paying those part-time employees for those games that they're missing. So yeah, it's cool to see everybody jump on, jump in on this and help out. Yeah. And if there's anything anybody else has heard, you know, that's listening, if you've made it this far into the, the episode, uh, if there's anything fun to share locally in your community uh, or anything you're seeing in the, you know, the, the, the economy at large, we'd love to hear and see some of these examples will help amplify them. If you're a business owner that's listening and um, you're doing something great for your employees or your clients or customers, please share that with us. We'd love to hear that and, and share it as well. Yeah, absolutely. I know you're spending some time um, in your local community, Shane, supporting a certain type of business. Uh, you know, I have to do what I can do, Eric. And so I've been doing my best effort to donate, not donate, but spend my money uh, at all the local breweries uh, and picking up different kinds of beers. That's also been really cool. It's been really neat to see some of these breweries uh, are stepping in in unique ways. They're, you know, they're making stay at home uh, labeled beer to kind of say, you know, a lot of this money is going in relief of COVID-19. And so a chunk of their proceeds from those beers they're making go towards that. Uh, there's a there's one really big example and shoot, I did not look up who this was but all of the different breweries across the states right now are working on one common recipe for an IPA and they're going to call it the all together beer. And I think it's a brewery out of Brooklyn that started this. They put this recipe together and they shared it with all kinds of breweries everywhere. Um, and they said, you know, put your twist on it, put your version of this beer together. Uh, and they're all going to release them at the end of April or something like that. And you can go out and get them and a huge chunk of the proceeds are going to go to the hospitality industry. So to kind of jumpstart that industry for hotels and travel and everything when this is all over. Um, and they've, they've put it together, you know, you can print the labels out. Um, they're helping with like advertising to, yeah. to show the companies, the breweries that are going to be doing this. Um, so I'm like, I'm like crazy stoked to, to get my hands on some of this beer just for like the, you know, the selfish like like limited edition, yeah. all that stuff, but also to help, right? To to benefit those companies that are going to be in need because our economy is just going to be so different after this. What do you think the hashtag for that's going to be brewed together? I don't know. All together, probably just the name of it. Um, by the way, I did look it up here. It's called Other Half Brewing is the company that started it. Uh, and they're, yeah, they're out of Brooklyn, New York. Looks like they have a location out in Rochester, New York, too. Um, but just down the street here from me, the Fermentorium is a local uh, brew house in Wauwatosa, and they're doing it. They're already advertising that they'll have them available at the end of April. So I will be walking on down the street to support my local economy and get my tasty fix of beer. Uh, yeah. And even cooler than this, uh, I've seen that like a lot of distilleries are starting to make hand sanitizer instead of uh, liquor and booze. So 
that's been really neat to see. Um, and some big names out there, I think, have posted their hand sanitizer and they're not selling it or anything. They're donating it to the medical efforts. So that's been really neat. I know Eagle Park I did it. Even do I like, but that makes sense, right? Yeah, I guess they just have enough of the right equipment. It's just a simple formula. I don't know. I don't run a distillery or a hand sanitizing <laughs> factory. It's kind of neat. But yeah, as like Eagle Park is a local brewery and they were they were like on the cusp of starting a distillery. And so they started it anyway amidst this just to make hand sanitizer to donate it. So it's been cool to see some of that. That's How about cool. you? What have you been consuming lately to help your local economy? So actually I've been uh, taking a page out of your playbook. I um, took some, I got some beer, you know, there's a look, there's a liquor store not far from my house, walking distance. Um, the brewery is in my community, but too far to walk to. Uh, and, but I'm, I'm supporting. Well, my you don't have enough time. <laughs> well, probably kids and all that stuff and leaving the house <laughs> and whatnot, but, um, it's brewfinity out of Oconomowoc. Oh yeah. I had spent some time cleaning my garage the other weekend and they have a beer called the day drinker. And I was like, well, this is perfect. I'm day drinking. I'm cleaning the garage I'm drinking locally. And you know, they're super engaged on social media. So anytime I tag them, they're, they're always really uh, good about reposting and things like that. So they're very active that yeah. way. Um, and the beer is really good. So I, I like it. That's the one that my refrigerator is full of right now. And, and my wife likes um, porters and, and darker beers. So they have a good selection of that stuff. So we like them for that reason. But there's another one too that I've supported uh, further away. Uh, Hubbleton Brewing. I have a lot of their beer in my fridge still. They're out of a little tiny town called Hubbleton. Um, Very cool. There's some others. But yeah, otherwise, you know, uh, we've been drinking some wine and, and things like that, you know, and at least keeping that in the state. There's Willersheim Winery um, that's in Wisconsin that has some good beer. Then there's some Door County wines. We like the sweeter red. So we've been drinking a lot of the Door County wines and things like that, the cherries. So, oh, nice. I'm not as much of a wine person, but I do like it when I have it. I just don't really seek it out. All right. So be honest, Eric. Were you day drinking during the week last week? No. Getting your work done? At some point, we're going to raise a glass on this show. We might be getting closer and closer. I will say that I've been pouring a drink closer. Like, you know, I'll clock out of work and like the time between I'm done with work and pouring that drink is getting closer the the kid at home thing is there's a lot uh that goes into that but yeah 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 i think i saw an article that alcohol sales are starting to spike so i think all the homes and stuff like that and just being stuck at home i think wisconsin we've been pretty good about flattening the curve uh maybe compared to some other states surrounding us um, and it's funny, I, I don't mean to joke, but it's like you look at the alcohol sales and the flattening of the curve and, and this state specifically, you know, we've been, you know, poised for this, I think, to some degree. We're really good at staying and drinking. It's like part of our state culture. So maybe we're not too surprised we're doing OK in that department. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's got to be a correlation there. We'll have to someone will do some research down the road and tell us exactly what well, happened. Saved us, right, I something. believe it. <laughs> 
Wisconsin. Okay. Well, and then our next episode, um, you know, right now I'm working with r Assurance to line up uh, some times with those guys to come on the show to talk about awesome. some topics related to ransomware and, and cybercrime and things of that nature. So I think that's what we'll probably talk about on the next show. But as things change and the situation is very fluid, um, you know, typically I think we'd be a lot better about plotting a topic and sticking with it, but we want to stay dynamic. So again, keeping on the positive uh, front of things, if anybody has anything to share, uh, whether that's people that are on our team listening to this or other businesses outside of our organization, please share that stuff with us so we can help promote it and we can build that into the next show too. Yeah, absolutely. I want to keep it open-ended, but yeah, I'm, I want to hear what people want to hear too and give them what they want. So. Cool. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Have a great day. Thanks guys.